Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. Snoozecast, the podcast designed to help you fall asleep. On Snoozecast, we read excerpts from public domain works and occasionally original stories. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please review us on Apple Podcasts and also share it with a friend. The best place to listen to us is on our website, snoozecast.com. That way, you can play a single episode and fall asleep without another one automatically playing. This episode is supported by Being Barefoot in the Mud. Tonight, we'll read the opening to The Hunchback of Notre Dame, a French Gothic novel by Victor Hugo, published in 1831. Hugo wrote it largely to make his contemporaries more aware of the value of the Gothic architecture, which was neglected and often destroyed to be replaced by new buildings or defaced by replacement of parts of buildings in a newer style. The story is set in Paris in 1482 during the reign of Louis XI. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Chapter 1. The Grand Hall 348 years, 6 months, and 19 days ago today, the Parisians awoke to the sound of all the bells in the triple circuit of the city, the university, and the town 
ringing a full peal. The 6th of January, 1482, is not, however, a day of which history has preserved the memory. There was nothing notable in the event which thus set the bells and the bourgeois of Paris in a ferment from early morning. It was neither an assault by the Picards nor the Burgundians, nor a hunt led along in procession, nor a revolt of scholars in the town of Loss, nor an entry of our much-dread lord, Monsieur the King, nor even a pretty hanging of male and female thieves by the courts of Paris. Neither was it the arrival, so frequent in the 15th century, of some plumed and bedizened embassy. It was barely two days since the last cavalcade of that nature, that of the Flemish ambassadors charged with concluding the marriage between the Dauphine and Marguerite of Flanders, had made its entry into Paris to the great annoyance of Monsieur le Cardinal de Bourbon, who, for the sake of pleasing the king, had been obliged to assume an amiable mien towards this whole rustic rabble of Flemish burgomasters, and to regale them at his Hotel de Bourbon with a very pretty morality, allegorical satire, and farce, while a driving rain drenched the magnificent tapestries at his door. What put the whole population of Paris in commotion, as Jean de Troyes expresses it on the 6th of January, was the double solemnity, united from time immemorial, of the Epiphany and the Feast of Fools. On that day, there was to be a bonfire on the Place de Grève, a maypole at the Chapelle de Broc, and a mystery at the Palais de Justice. It had been cried to the sound of the trumpet the preceding evening at all the crossroads by the provost's men, clad in handsome, short, sleeveless coats of violet camelot, with large white crosses upon their breasts. So the crowd of citizens, male and female, having closed their houses and shops, thronged from every direction at early morn towards some one of the three spots designated. Each had made his choice, one, the bonfire, another, the maypole, another, the mystery play. It must be stated, in honor of the good sense of the loungers of Paris, that the greater part of this crowd directed their steps towards the bonfire, which was quite in season, or towards...